0: Hi everyone, Uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience and this episode I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite films and uh, also one of the favourite films of a lot of people who grew up in the 1980s or before and that is the film E.T. The Extraterrestrial uh, which came out in 1982 and was directed by the one and only Steven Spielberg and uh, it's, a, it's a favourite of mine, uh, it's also a family favourite and that's uh, what I'm going to be talking about today. So, uh, as I was saying in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite films and today that is uh, the 1982 um American science fiction film E.T. The Extraterrestrial uh, which was uh, produced and directed by Steven Spielberg and uh, written by uh, Melissa Matheson and um, if you don't know uh, the story revolves around um, a character or a young boy called uh, Elliot uh, who befriends an extraterrestrial uh, dubbed E.T. for short um, who has been stranded on Earth, uh, following, um, his people, um, accidentally, um, leaving him on Earth after doing, um, a, uh, a planetary survey, um, and, uh, we see this right at the beginning of the film, the, uh, the spacecraft has landed on Earth, um, in, um, uh california there and uh they're they're obviously um taking some samples of the surrounding uh area and um uh, while they're doing this this mission um the authorities uh rush towards uh the where the spacecraft has landed um and the the other uh, extraterrestrials try to send out a beacon to all the members of the 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 party that have landed on earth to to do the this uh research um and uh in the the rush to take off before they are discovered and uh, before the authorities can um can uh, obtain um or uh do anything to disrupt or reveal uh, further reveal um that there has been potential contact with an extraterrestrial uh intelligence. Um uh the, the the alien, the extraterrestrial ship takes off and leaves uh the the main protagonist basically of the of the film, E. T. uh who's not given a name other than the letters E T uh which is short for extraterrestrial, uh who is given by um Elliot um who's played by uh henry thomas and um yeah as i was saying in my intro uh this film is a firm family favorite uh of my family it's been a favorite of mine since i was a young kid um came out in 1982 um so i think when i saw it i was probably about five or seven uh so it was a few years after it came out but i can still remember Uh, the impact it had on me and how special of a film it was to me as a young kid um, as well um, as it still remains to be Um, and apparently the concept of E.T. was based on an imaginary friend that Steven Spielberg created after his uh, friends um, after his parents divorce excuse me um, and in 1980, uh, Steven Spielberg met with uh, Melissa Matheson, uh, and they, um, at the time, were developing a new story, uh, following on from the uh, failed project uh, of uh, Night Skies, um, and um, it's a. Really uh spellbinding story, uh the story of E.T. Um it's a coming of age story in a way. Um we don't really uh have a sense of how old E.T. is in the film. Uh but uh you get a sense that he may be a juvenile, maybe around the age of uh Elliot, um uh maybe younger, maybe older but because he's an extraterrestrial um, we don't really get to find out that much information about this uh, particular species um, but it is, uh, as I say, so heartwarming and um, it's, uh, it really does hold a very special place uh, in the heart of many people as I say, many pe- most people who grew up in the 1980s would be familiar with E.T. It's a film, just like films like Gremlins or the Back to the Future films, um, that, uh, you just know and you just think upon, uh, fondly. Um, and that all comes down to the, the great actors, uh, within, um, and also the great, uh, special effects that take place because, um, you know et uh, was uh, an animatronic uh, uh, creation um, uh, created and designed by uh, Carlo uh, rambaldi uh, who also designed the aliens for Steven Spielberg's uh, close encounters of the third kind film uh, which is a great um, a great film that i I also love and also deals with extraterrestrial um uh, contact. Um but this uh, ET is um it's kind of it's it's more uh, accessible perhaps than Close Encounters of the Third Kind because it is very family uh oriented. Um it deals with uh the character of uh, Elliot um and um the, the the hard time that he's having with his own Family, because um, at the time when we meet Elliot, he's ten years old. Uh, he's living with uh, his mother Mary, uh, who's a single parent, uh, who's trying to um, look after Elliot as well as um, Elliot's older brother Michael um, and uh, Elliot's uh, younger sister Gertie uh, who's played by Drew Barrymore, and I believe that this was actually her drew barrymore's or one of drew barrymore's first uh performances as an actor and she's so uh enchanting and so um wonderful as elliot's younger sister and she really does show uh, a great acting talent uh, even though she's um notably a lot younger than um uh than henry thomas was uh when he was playing elliot in 1982 and also a uh, great actress uh, Dee Wallace uh, who, who plays uh, Elliot's mother Mary so um yeah when we first meet uh, Elliot and when we first meet his family um it, they uh are just going through the motions really of life um, a lot of E.T. set around um, in fact the majority of it is set around um, the round of fall or Halloween um, and um, it's uh, the, the places the 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 shots of the the street uh, in which um, Elliot's family live on the the suburbs there uh, really do draw you in and you really do get a sense that this is a very believable uh environment it's very believable family and a lot of the uh, principal photography uh was uh done in the neighborhoods of uh, los angeles county and in san san fernando valley um in um, september of 1981 um, and at the time, uh, was filmed under the cover name *A Boy's Life*. Um, and um, as I say, it, it's uh, it's so such a spellbinding film uh, for lots of reasons. The acting, the the special effects, which uh, come over as very believable, even uh, E.T. You can ima- really imagine. Uh, it really does. Um, um, isn't it a stretch to uh, to imagine that there is a possibility that uh, extraterrestrial uh, life may look something like ET or, um, or something that is going to be very divergent from how we look uh, but maybe not as divergent as we would like to believe very similar in some ways not so similar in others but um, but E.T. uh really doesn't um uh he takes takes some time throughout the film to to learn how to communicate with uh Elliot um and with his siblings uh and a lot of it is rudimentary at first uh he just he learns by um showing um by just pointing at things or uh by uh um, just, uh, um, emoting, uh, a feeling. Um, but E.T., uh, we see he's also capable of, uh, telekinesis. He's able to lift, uh, things in the air. Um, and we also get a sense that, um, E.T. is a very, um, emotive, uh, uh, individual um, he and uh, and very um, empathic as well and Elliot um, is also a very empathic child um, because over the course of the film we see that both Elliot and E.T. Um, have a start to forge a very strong bond with one another um on um on a level that um is beyond anything that um others might have um because they when one because they spend so much time on one another when one person feels um uh, a certain way then the other um uh, as a result feels um similar and um it's really uh that the connection that we see grow and develop uh over the film between Elliot and e t is just beautiful to, to behold and um yeah so as I was saying the character of Elliot when we first meet him he's he's kind of um he he's not i don't want to describe him as uh um a a run or anything in that way shape or form but he's he's not really given any respect by his older brother Michael or by uh, his friends Um, he's um, downtrodden Um, he's probably also looking for a uh, uh, a father figure because his father is um, is uh, absent Um, so he when we first meet him he's most definitely in need of uh um a soulmate um he need, he's in need of a um of someone to give him what he's missing and it's something that cannot be given to him by his mother or by his siblings and um so when uh elliot um First comes into to contact with uh, ET. Um, even though uh, their first encounter uh, is um, scary uh, in some in some ways, because uh, it's so um, it comes out of out of nowhere. Um, they uh, very quickly uh, learn to trust one another. Um, and, uh, Elliot becomes just as spellbound, um, by E.T. as we become spellbound by, uh, E.T. as we watch, um, so as I was saying, so the film starts, uh, with these, um, alien extraterrestrial botanists, uh, who are doing this, this secret, vi- undertaking a secret visit to Earth. Uh, under the cover of night, to to, get, to gather some plant specimens in uh, the nearby uh, California forest, the the government uh, show up, um, which leads the aliens to to flee in their spacecraft. Uh, but in their haste, they leave um, one of their party behind, and that is ET. Um, then the next morning, we get introduced to Elliot uh in the uh suburban neighborhood uh in uh, San Fernando Valley um uh who um is as i say not very uh in good standing with his um his his brother michael and his friends he's and at the time when we um we meet them. Uh, they're playing. Um, I think they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, which really uh, takes uh, takes me back because I remember watching this film and uh, I was thinking, oh, this. Yeah, I remember what, what, watching it at the time and thinking that I would love to be a part of such a game. And because Dungeons and Dragons was uh, really popular back in the nineteen eighties, um, and. Uh, um they're they're so they're having a little get together um and they've ordered some some pizzas um and uh Elliot uh is sent to go and pick up the pizzas from the pizza delivery guy um but uh when he returns uh as he's returning from picking them up uh he discovers that something is hiding in the the tool shed at the rear of the house Um, and uh, this is when uh, he discovers um, Um, E.T. And though he runs back in he he tells his brother and their friends um, about what he saw that there's something in the tool shed uh, they don't believe him um, and Um, as a a way to try and draw E.T. out, um, Elliot sits out uh, in the backyard and attempts to to lure E.T. out with some uh, pieces of candy. Um, uh, But uh, Elliot um, eventually ends up uh, falling asleep. Um, But uh, then he... uh, sees uh, E.T. emerge from the tool shed and start to come close to him starting to eat the the, the pieces of candy that he's left out Um, and uh, then we see E.T. get drawn to to Elliot and then we see Elliot bring E.T. into his home uh, where he introduces him to things within his his home within his bedroom uh that um uh he he thinks would uh explain um uh who he who humanity are where they are um who he is um lots of different uh things within elliot's bedroom and um that is where elliot uh keeps et uh, for a good portion of the film, um, so as to to keep his uh, um, keep his himself um, protected, keep him protected, um, and to to not tell uh, that many people because um, uh, for fear of what may uh, come as a result. Um, and then the next morning, uh, Elliot uh, feigns. Illness, um, so that he can stay home from school and um, attempt to um, interact, continue to interact with ET. But uh, and he 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 does everything that he can to try and uh, uh, make it believable that he's ill, even though his mother uh, doesn't. didn't believe him at first but when elliot uh does the the old trick of uh, putting the uh thermometer up against the the uh, the lamp um and the light bulb to to try and make it hotter so that he can when his mother comes to take his temperature it uh, looks as if he's got a temperature um so he's doing everything he can to to try and make it uh that um he can stay and be around E.T. as much as possible. Uh, but it gradually becomes apparent, uh, as I was saying, that Elliot um, uh, and E.T. have already uh, created this um, this bond uh, and this free-flowing uh, connection of thoughts uh, and emotions between the two of them. Um, which uh, we see when uh, E.T. accidentally opens up an umbrella and it startles both him uh, as well as Elliot uh, also uh, who's uh, uh, several rooms away uh, so the, the connection is, is strong um, very very quickly then later that day uh, Michael um, Elliot's older brother returns home um and he is shocked to get uh introduced to ET by Elliot uh and as is um Elliot's 5-year-old sister Gertie uh when she walks into uh Elliot's bedroom and she sees him and she starts to scream and it's a f- such a funny moment um uh and the whole film is filled with so many moments where you just you just smile as you as you watch it because um, some of the reactions that they have are that the kids have to ET. Um, you could understand all of them um, because, uh, yeah, I mean, what? How would any of us really think or feel uh, if we ever came face to face with a uh, an alien? Um, but they they decide to keep. Um, et's existence uh hidden from their mother mary because um she wouldn't understand this is something that elliot tells uh his sister gertie um um, and when they ask et about his origin uh that's when we see his uh telekinetic abilities um uh come out uh in the way that he levitates several balls um that uh are supposed to represent uh the planetary system from when from where he comes um and uh we also see that he's uh able to uh have the power to revive um uh such things such as uh plants uh because he uh revives some dead uh, chrysanthemums that are in um in uh elliot's uh elliot's home um but um elliot uh also wishes to uh communicate um with E.T. via English and while and in doing that he wants to teach him English so picking up um he tries to uh uh, teach um E.T. um through um the use of uh one of the um speak and spell toys um uh and uh in other ways um and uh he demonstrates um uh also that he can make uh he has healing properties and he shows that uh um he can heal cuts as well um and injuries and he shows this when elliot uh cuts his finger um and then um e t uh reaches out with his, one of his long fingers and it starts to glow and when it touches Elliot's finger um, it's uh, remar- remarkably and uh, miraculously healed. But then the next day uh, Elliot um, has to return to school having to leave uh, E.T. at home uh, alone. Um, but while he's there Elliot begins to experience a uh, um, uh the empathic connection uh with ET even more strongly um because um, we see ET uh going through um Elliot's house um going going into the uh into the kitchen and into the um refrigerator and picking out uh picking up a, a can of beer from there and um drinking uh uh, and as a result of this he gets intoxicated and even though Elliot is far away at school, he exhibits the same signs of intoxication. Um, and we also see uh, uh, ET watching television um, and uh, he, and uh, at the time when we, we catch up with Elliot he's in uh, biology class. Um, where they are, um, they're doing a, uh, um, they're, they're cutting open a, a frog, um, and, um, but, uh, probably as a result of this connection with ET, and ET has so much, uh, love for all things, um, it's probably as a result of this, that, uh, um Elliot chooses to instead of um, uh, do as all the other students are doing and um, uh, do this and start uh, doing this um, this uh, internal investigation within into the frog, which uh, a lot of uh, kids did back in, back in uh, when I was at school. Uh, He frees the frogs uh, lets them all go free uh, and this is uh, simultaneously as uh, E.T. is watching John Wayne kiss uh, Maureen O'Hara in uh, the film uh, The Quiet Man on television Uh, and just as um, John Wayne kisses Maureen O'Hara Elliot uh, kisses a girl that he likes in, in his class in the same manner Um, and but as a result of this, he's sent to the principal's office because of uh what he's done, um, the chaos that he's ensued by freeing the frogs. Um, and as I said, the uh, we don't really get to know ET's real name, uh, but he um, he names himself ET, um, and uh. And we see him reading a comic strip uh, where uh, Buck Rogers, the character Buck Rogers, uh, who's a very um, famous character, space age character back in the um, 1950s, I believe, 1960s, um, he's stranded on a planet uh, and he's calling for help uh, by building a makeshift communication device. And, um, this by this, by looking at this and by showing this to Elliot, um, E.T. tries to communicate that, uh, he needs to do the same. He needs to phone home, um, uh, by using, uh, the speak and spell toy, uh, as well as several other, um, things around the house that he may be able to use to uh, in conjunction with one another to to create a communication device Um, but Michael Michael, Elliot's older brother notices that E.T.'s health uh, is declining Um, and we also see that Elliot starts to refer to himself as we so it's as if both Elliot and E.T. are becoming the same person. Their connection is um, growing uh, over, over the course of the film. But as a result, E.T. seems to be, his, his health seems to be in decline. Um, so the, the, the matter of trying to communicate with E.T.'s people uh, becomes uh, even more urgent. Um, then at Halloween on Halloween uh, evening, uh, we see Michael um, and Elliot dress uh, Et as a ghost so that they can sneak him out of the house. Um, while uh, Elliot and Michael's sister Gertie waits uh, nearby, also dressed as a ghost, so that they can they can um, their mother will just believe that. Um, Michael and Elliot have Gertie with them, and she even takes a photograph of them just before they leave the house, which causes uh, ET to go back yeah, in a bit of a shock because of the flash from the the, uh, the camera. Um, but that's their way to uh, to leave the house uh, unnoticed, uh, so that uh, Elliot's mother Mary don't doesn't realize uh, that. Gertie is really ET. Um, yeah and then they uh, proceed to head to the forest uh, where um, they uh, ET and Elliot uh, uh, set up um, a communication device uh, by using uh, the speak and spell um, uh, toy as well as an umbrella. ...along with some tinfoil... ...as well as some other electronics... ...um... ...uh... ...where they... ...successfully... ...uh... ...make contact... ...with... um, ...ET's... uh, ...people... ...um... ...but... uh, ...the next day... uh, ...we see Elliot... ...uh... ...wake up... ...uh... ...uh... ...in a field... ...um... Uh, ...near to where their communications device that they've constructed is. Um, But E.T. uh, is nowhere in sight. Um, And then Elliot returns home to his family uh, who are worried. Um, And uh, that's where we see Elliot say to his brother Michael... Uh, that he need he needs to find et that he's out there he's he's in distress and you can see this because uh uh elliot at, can feel exactly what et's feeling uh, michael goes out to search for et and he does eventually find him uh he finds et dying uh next to a culvert um and then, uh, Michael takes E.T. home to Elliot, uh, who we find is also dying as a result because they've become one and the same, um, and Mary, this is when Mary's, uh, where Elliot's mother Mary, uh, starts to, um, become aware of E.T., um, just as she becomes becomes aware uh, that her son is ill and dying um, and this is when we find out that the the group the government group that had been trying to track uh, the extraterrestrials at the beginning of the film uh, have arrived at Elliot's home uh, because they have uh, they have tracked ET there then um, we see... Uh, some members of the group dressed in astronaut suits um, start to come into the house, and uh, they take um, both ET uh, into um, and quarantine him. Uh, and they tried to well, they tried to save him at one point because um, they tried. They set up a, a hospital within the house. Um, they start asking Michael and uh, Mary and Gertie uh, if uh, they had met E.T. Um, while the, the scientists tried to treat Elliot and E.T. Um, and we see that the, the mental connection between the two um, uh, is disconnected. And... Um, ...and E.T. appears to die... ...um... ...as uh, Elliot... uh, ...recovers... ...um... ...but even though Elliot is distraught... ...and he is distraught... ...and it's a very sad part of the film actually... ...where you actually believe that E.T. is... ...is dead... ...um... ...that this... ...you know this... ...this... ...the proof of extraterrestrial... ...further extraterrestrial intelligence... ...um... ...has passed away but... We get a glimmer of hope. um, Just as Elliot is carried away. Um, After he screams that the doctors are are killing E.T. Even though they're trying to revive him. um, um, But when E.T. is pronounced dead. um, And uh, Elliot as he's being carried away. He discovers uh, that the chrysanthemum plant uh that e t had previously revived and brought back to life um uh starts to uh look like it's reviving and coming back to life um Elliot um joy joyfully uh realizes um that e t is is not in fact dead that he's reviving um but there's a moment there when elliot does believe that uh, e t is dead and he he goes to um where uh, e t lies um motionless and um because he, he's containing this this case at the time and the 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 sadness uh, that um, and the 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 performance by uh, Henry Thomas is just uh, amazing. Um, um, But as I say, when Elliot notices, when he starts to walk away, and he notices that the dead chrysanthemum plant uh, is once again coming back to life, he goes back to E.T., opens the case, and he sees that E.T.'s alive one again once again and um, and um, that's when we see uh, Elliot um, start to make a plan um, something that he brings uh, his brother Michael into uh, uh, in um, an attempt uh, to free T from the, the government uh group that has overtaken their home so they could get et away and get him back to his people um so as a result of this um elliot and michael steal um a van uh that et has been loaded into uh and that's when we see a chase occur uh, a very famous chase that you see um we got uh um, the government try to uh, go after uh, the, the the van, um, but then they also um, um, proceeds onto uh, some uh, bicycles that uh, Michael's friends have and um, Elliot has, and we see Elliot wearing the the red hoodie. Um, it's a very iconic uh, image, and Et wrapped in a, a, a white uh um a white um sheet uh, and he's put in at the at the front of Elliot's bike um and uh, and the music uh, as I haven't mentioned the music yet that that is played throughout this p- uh, part of the film as well as for the entire film uh, which is once again um, composed by one of the great uh, um new Mu- musical um composers of films uh john williams uh who's a long time uh steven spielberg uh collaborator who's orchestrated some of the the greatest soundtrack music uh movie soundtracks um ever uh the the, the music just really uh it draws you in uh, as well as the incredible performances um and um, yeah, you're just you're just rooting for Elliot and Michael and his friends to um, to get away from the authorities who are chasing them with ET. Um, at one point, it looks like it looked as if uh, they're they're going to be captured uh, by the authorities, but then uh, with the help of uh, ET, ET's uh, telekinesis, um, uh, they are able to. Uh, fly seemingly lift up into the air and fly through the air uh towards the forest uh where uh previously Elliot and E.T. had set up the communication device uh in um in an attempt to to communicate with E.T.'s uh people um and then we see that that iconic um uh image of uh elliot and et and the bicycles going across the the image of the the moon which is actually the, the logo of um the uh the the movie studio amblin which is uh, steven spielberg's um uh studio that has um produced um some of the great um uh films of the the 80s and the 90s and into the 2000s as well. Um, but then eventually uh Elliot and uh his his brother and their friends uh land back on earth um and um then uh we see the coming and the return of e t s people uh whose uh, spacecraft uh lands um near the forest area um and, um, just as it lands, we see the arrival of Mary, Elliot's mother, Gertie, Elliot's sister, um, and one of the, the government agents, um, known as, uh, Keys uh, Turnup, uh, who's played by, uh, Peter Coyote, uh, who's uh, hell-bent on capturing E.T., um... And he reveals to, uh, uh, Elliot at one point, uh, in the film that, um, he wanted to see an alien ever since he was 10 years old. Um, we don't find out his real name, but, um, um, but, uh, yeah, he, it's, it's. Perhaps you can see a connection between him and Elliot because Elliot is ten years old in the film, and um, you know him just wanting to meet an alien—something uh, you can understand. But um, um, so, yeah, you kind of um, you kind of feel for Keys because he he just wanted the experience that Elliot had. Um and that's why he pursued him and uh um that's why they followed uh, them to to where the, the alien spacecraft uh lands. Um and this when we see uh E.T. say goodbye to Michael and to Gertie um as uh Gertie presents E.T. with the chrysanthemum that he uh, previously revived um, um, but before he he boards the spacecraft uh um which is a very uh, emotional scene um he embraces Elliot um and he tells him that he'll be right here uh while pointing um with his glowing finger to elliot's forehead And then we we see ET pick up the uh, chrysanthemum uh, potted chrysanthemum and board the spacecraft, uh, seemingly uh, having completed his mission. Um, And then we see uh, um, Mary and Elliot, um, Keys, Michael, and Gertie uh, watch as they as ET's spaceship. Uh, takes off and then uh, rockets away, uh, leaving uh, a rainbow uh, in its wake in the sky. And, um, yeah, as I was saying, um, such a beautiful film. And the, the end, as a kid, and even now, always gets to me because it's a, it's a beautiful moment. And what we see throughout the film is a beautiful... Relationship, a beautiful friendship, a beautiful bond um, created between Elliot and ET, um, and it really crystallised in that last moment um, between the two of them um, in um, Henry Thomas's performance, um, the way that he talks to. Uh, et um, and for years it's been uh, it's been thought that perhaps there may be a sequel to the film um, I think it was in early development at some at one point um, I think it might have been a year ago a couple of years ago there was an advertisement that showed a an all-grown-up Henry Thomas interacting with a um, a with ET uh, seemingly returned to Earth, a uh, very short um, advertisement that was on TV around Christmas time. Um, but for me, I don't. I think ET is one of those films um, that doesn't need a sequel. Some films you can imagine a sequel when you get to the end of it. Uh, Back to the Future was a film that was calling out for a sequel in fact if it hadn't had a sequel then people would have been up in arms about that because the way it ends um is how back to the future part 2 picks up it starts where the last film ended uh but a film like et's um just perfect just the way it is just as is as it was as it was meant to be it's a story about a young boy who has this out-of-this-world experience. He meets his best friend, his soulmate. He has an adventure. He has an experience that any and every 10-year-old boy would want to have. And um, even though it would be interesting to know what would happen, what would happen next... Would it be compelling? Would it be natural? Would it be necessary... For there to be an... Uh, an ET2? I don't think so. A lot of films are like that. Where you think... Oh, what, what, I wonder what happens next to that character. And it's great to wonder. It's really great... To, to consider the possibilities. But... Sometimes when... A sequel is made... And... Um, it's something that was forced on by the, the by uh one of the um the the movie studios it can be just about making money about cashing in on a particular character about on on a particular story but it really does lose something in the execution uh because oftentimes films um ...are better in... ...as an idea... ...than they are in execution... ...and um... ...ET... ...stands alone... ...um... ...uh... ...as... ...and it... ...as will always be remembered... ...and it is critically acclaimed... ...by... ...so many people... ...as one of the greatest films... ...of all time... ...um... ...for a reason... ...because it is... ...brilliant... ...just the way it is... ...um... And you, you you know everything that you need to know. Um, you don't need to know where E.T. comes from. You don't need to know what happens to E.T. after he meets Elliot. You don't need to know what happens to Elliot after he meets E.T. because the story that we're, we're shown and presented and we get to enjoy in the film, E.T., the extraterrestrial, just tells us everything we need to know. And it really does spark the imagination um, but like I say when I was a kid uh, this film was a favourite of mine it's a family favourite of mine so much so that when we went, when we went to Universal Studios in Florida um, for a holiday my family and I we went on the the, the ET ride there um, back in the 90s and uh, oh I was spellbound it was a beautiful moment uh, it's beautiful just to feel like you're a You're a part of that film in some way, shape or form. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's uh, one of Steven Spielberg's greatest films, in my opinion. Um, It's one of my favourite films, definitely. Um, And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful film. And not very often you can describe a film as being beautiful. And people can understand it. Understand why you you are describing the film as beautiful but if you really understand the relationship that you see uh between Elliot and E.T. throughout the film and the 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 story um that is so compelling and and over the years um I believe they did they reintroduced uh um some uh some scenes in they reintroduced some scenes into et over the years they redid some of the special effects at one point um and um which in my point my opinion uh really did it did, did improve the film it didn't take anything away from the film as some uh restorations of older films have have done some inter, in introductions of new um, things two films uh, have done um but yeah this um it, it what what was introduced um uh when it was uh, uh re-released um i believe for its uh the uh 20th anniversary version. Um it, it uh it the, the, the things that were were added to it, the special effects, really did add to it. Um and they were a great addition. And um yeah when I look back uh on when I think about the 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 original version that I saw when I was a kid and the version that I see now, the updated version. Um to me it just gets better. It gets better in age. Um, uh, as on, on a story uh, side, uh, but also, um, I think just as I get older, I become more nostalgic. Like some people, like everybody, and films like um, films like Gremlins or films like uh, Back to the Future, films like ET, really do pull up my heartstrings, and they really do remind me of that magical time when I was a kid and. When I was just like Elliot in the film... um, ...wondering what it would be like to go off on an an adventure... ...with this amazing... um, uh, ...this amazing individual like E.T. And uh, I suppose it's the dream of every kid... Um, ...which is why... um, ...no sequel is necessary. And uh, if any sequel was ever made then um, then I think it's uh, it would be a crime to try and um, try and do something that uh, was trying to outdo the original Um, and if uh, if that is the case uh, it was and I'm sure it wouldn't be green lit like a, a a a film that would try and outdo the original or try and it would be a carbon copy of the original wouldn't be greenlit by either Steven Spielberg or anyone involved in the original Um, for good reason because uh, as I say um, some films they just don't need sequels they just don't they stand alone they're amazing and beautiful just as they are and their stories are timeless Um, and E.T.'s Story uh, is um, definitely one that will be enjoyed uh, by myself uh, for as long as I live and by countless generations to come who discover it for the first time. And uh, yeah, I envy them. I envy anybody who has never seen E.T. who gets to experience it now for the first time uh, because I'm sure they will have the reaction just as I did when I first saw it um that uh, this film is a a groundbreaking perfect wonderful beautiful film um that is uh one for all people all ages all families um and uh yeah definitely worth uh watching if uh you haven't seen it or perhaps if you have seen it but you haven't seen it in a long time definitely check it out uh, because it'll bring back uh, some wonderful and some fun memories just as it does for me every time i watch it but um yeah i think i'm going to leave it there for now Uh, i just want to say thank you for listening i hope you like what you heard and i'll talk to you again soon If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form? Uh, and go to amazon and you'll find um all 10 of my books that i've had published um they're all books of poetry um uh books of stories uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences um and there'll be more to come and uh if you would love to um contribute uh to uh to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh as i said i hope you liked what you heard in this uh episode um and i'll talk to you again soon